All right, Kabosai, good morning. Let us begin. So we are continuing today in Tzedka Satadik Os Samech Beis. It's the same piece that we were doing last week. And just reorient ourselves a little bit, Dr. Tzedek was referring to over here, what he was discussing over here was the notion that over the ages you have certain righteous individuals, certain Sadiqim, who represented or embodied certain midos or traits. They then passed down those particular traits to their mishpachos, to their families. And then subsequently, once those traits became embedded in those families, ultimately, again, they became the purview, or they became, the, the, they became accessible to regular individuals as well. So what we're doing over the course of Osamech Beis is going through these primary characteristics, going through these primary traits of different individuals. So we actually, we started last week with the Nida of Tzidkos, of being a Tzadik. So I'm picking up on page Kof Nun. So we, we actually, we read a lot of this, I'm sorry, we read a lot of this already. So if you remember again, Reb Tzadik spoke about the idea that Mailas Shein Tzadik. So let's just take a look. Page Kof Nun, Be'uriah Hasidos, left hand column. Umalos Shem Tzadik, the mile of being a Tzadik, Tahinu Shomer Habris, Zohaba Yosef Atzadik. Remember again, the Reb Tzadik explained, sorry, Reb Tzadik explained that the mile of Tzikos represents the idea of sexual purity. And who represents, who embodies this idea? None other than Yosef Atzadik. And we spoke about this idea last week, meaning that Yosef Atzadik bombarded by constant temptation, but yet the ability to go ahead and hold strong, the ability to go ahead and abstain, the ability to go ahead and exhibit moral strength in the face of incredible moral adversity, that, says Rabbi Tzaddik, is the notion of tzitkos. He calls it shmira, in, in, in Hasidus, this is called shmiras habris. So the bris, of course, referring to the makom mila, and ultimately shmiras habris means maintaining the sanctity of the makom mila, maintaining the sanctity of sexuality. So Rabbi Tzaddik then went on and he explained that this is why Yosef has the ability, Yosef, only the offspring of Yosef, have the ability to go ahead and and um, defeat Amalek. Because what's the Midah of Amalek? So the Rebbe explains that the Midah of Amalek is his, or he actus neged raton Hashem, is like an abstinence against the will of God, right? The entire essence of Amalek is the throwing off of the yoke of God. The whole essence of Amalek is there is no Ribbono Shalom, Everything is mikra, nothing matters, everything is chance and happenstance, and no matter what happens in the world, Amalek refuses to yield to the reality and to the existence of the Ribbon Shalom. So both amazingly enough, Amalek and Yosef have the same exact kalah. It's the same strength. They just use it different ways. What does, what does Yosef do? Yosef's actus is not against the Ratzon Hashem, but rather Yosef's actus is for the Ratzon Hashem, right? No matter what happens to Yosef, Yosef will not yield. Yosef not will, will not give in. Yosef will not lose himself in temptation. So it's the same exact midah. It's the same exact character trait, yet interestingly enough, just used fundamentally different ways. So Rebzadeh goes on, he says, if you look on page, Kofnun, Be'uriah Hasidus, last line. 
Quotes over the Gemara Masechus Brachas that says very beautifully, Shebizara di Yosef lo shalta eina bisha. We'll say another aspect of Yosef is that the offspring of Yosef, Ayin Hara, what he calls eina bisha, Ayin Hara, has no power over the offspring of Yosef. Now what does this mean? Ein Ayin Hara, some page Kofnan Aleph now, Ein Ayin Hara, Shalat Esbahen, Mechevan, Shekmoshim shomrim es enehem v'nimnoim meliros b'tayv ha'olam azeh kach mida kineged mida ein ha'ayin shulatesh. So we'll say this is beautiful. What's ayin hara? Right? What's ayin hara? So on a very, on a very basic level, right? The, the truth is ayin hara is defined in different ways for different people, but some or I should say in different ways by different by different people by different commentaries. But one basic idea of ayin hara is like this. If I have a particular bracha in my life, I have a particular bracha, whatever it may be, and I conduct myself with my brachos in a way which elicits pain from someone else. So let's say, for example, a person, Kanaina Hara has a, has a family, and a person never stops talking about their kids, always talking about their kids, to anyone and to everyone. And I'm conversing with someone who, Rahman doesn't have children can't have children, whatever the metzias might be. So I'm taking something that's a bracha for me, and now it's becoming a source of pain for someone else. Or a person, Baruch Hashem, is blessed with affluence, and then what happens? They flaunt it in a way which is ostentatious, and ultimately hurts others who may be struggling in that very area. What ends up happening under those circumstances is, the based in Shlamala says, well, wait one second. We gave Ploni this bracha, and now Ploni is using this bracha in a way which hurts someone else that ultimately causes the Beisdin Shamala to want to retake, take back that particular bracha. That's the notion of Ein Hara. There are other applications and other manifestations of it as well, but that's most of the idea. But I will say, so says Rav something amazing, that Halacha Lamaisa, the concept of Ein Hara, doesn't apply to the offspring of Yosef. Isn't that incredible? Why doesn't it apply to the offspring of Yosef? Shrabzavik says it's a mita connected mita. The offspring of Yosef were careful with their Shmira Senayim. Right? Yosef was careful with not looking at Aisha's Potiphar. He was careful ultimately again of trying to avoid gazing upon her lustfully. So because Yosef was careful with Shmira Senayim, because Yosef was careful ultimately again with what he gazed at, therefore, the power of Ayin Hara is limited in its ability to impact Yosef. Isn't that incredible? So the Mida Kinege Mida, the Tzidkos, the Tzidkos of Yosef, ultimately again caused him to go ahead and be careful what he looked at. And because he's careful with what he looked at, therefore again Ayin Hara only has a limited ability to impact him. Kach Mida Kinege Mida Ein Ha'ayin Sholetas Bohem. So to Mida Kinegin Mida, Ayin Hara does not have an impact on Yosef. I, even though the Pasik in Yeshayas is Rabsadik, the Pasik says, which means your nation. I will say this is how he has this is how you begin every parak in Pirkei Avas. Your nation is all righteous. And I will say that Pasik indicates to us that anyone who is a Jew is called the tzaddik. So it doesn't sound like it's the unique purview of Yosef. 
but it sounds like every Jew is a tzaddik. So how do you reconcile that? Rabbi Salah says, it's not a problem. He says, Imkein Mavor, Shemailas HaTzadik Mitsuya Gan Bishar HaShvatim Velorak Bivne Yosef. All the Pasik is saying is that the Midah of Tzidkus is not only found by Yosef, but rather it can be found by all of the Shvatim. Ula Mikomakom Ikaro Shal Hakoach Liyos Tzadik so also this is in line with what Rabbi said before. See here he explains it as the Iker Koach, the Iker ability of a person to be a Tzaddik resides with Yosef. But the truth is we could take this a step further kind of going back a little bit to what Rabbi said before, which is that Yosef was the first to really cultivate this Midah of Tzidkos. He was the first. But after he cultivated it, then what? Everyone has the ability to access it. So we'll say this is the midah, says Reb Tzadok of Tzidkos, the midah of sexual purity, the midah of the ability to go ahead and exhibit incredible moral strength in the face of incredible temptation. It also translates, says Reb Tzadok, into Shmir HaSainayim, being careful with what we look at. And here, Abzadik says something amazing. Just the koach of Shmira Sainaim is that if I'm careful with what I look at, if I'm careful with, with what my eyes take in, then ultimately, again, that stems the ability of Ayn Hara to have an impact on me. That's the Midah Kenegin Midah. This was primarily the Midah of Yosef, then it becomes the Midah of his Mishpacha, and now ultimately becomes accessible to all of Am Nisrava Amich. Kulam Sadikim. Incredible. We'll say let's begin the next the next part, just, just a little bit of line. Shem Chasid Zaha Ba David. We'll say next Mida. Next Mida is the Mida of Chasidus. Now what I want to point out to you something very interesting is that the Mida of Chasidus is also a a, a a lot of these Midos lend themselves to multiple layers of interpretation. For example, the Ramchal, Ramoshem Latsato, in Misilas Yisharim, we learned this uh, a long time ago. So the Ramchal points out, he says, what's the definition of the Midah of, of Chasidus? He says that it's someone who goes lifnim mishuras hadin. A Chasid is someone who goes above and beyond, above and beyond expectations. In other words, so the way, the way that the Ramchal understands it is like this. Mitzvos, mitzvos, are indicative of things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu likes, so to speak. Right? HaKadosh Baruch gives me a particular mitzvah. What HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying is, this is an area that's important to me. So, again, a regular person, which is no, which is no small accomplishment to be a regular person also, goes in and says, okay, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm going to do the mitzvahs. I'm going to go ahead and keep the mitzvahs. Okay? The Chassid says that a mitzvah represents something that is near and dear to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How can I build on that even more? That's what the chassid does. So for example, I see that HaKadosh uh, Baruch Hu tells me to lend money, which means Hashem wants me to look out for the other. That's the expression of divine intent. How can I go ahead and take that even further? How can I go ahead and do that even to a greater degree? That's what the chassid does. The chassid takes the rats on Hashem and goes ahead and amplifies it. So the media, so whereas a regular Jew is just simply obligated to go ahead and fulfill the word of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and do what the Ribbono Shal Olam asks, the Chassid says, 
let me figure out how to go above and beyond for the Ribbon Shalom. We're going to see, why well, watch, we'll stop over here for today now, but we're going to see in Mirza Hashem that Reb Tzadik is going to have a little bit of a different definition of Hasidus, and we'll pick up with this in Mirza Hashem tomorrow. Shukar,